Hello everyone, welcome back to the CanadianGameDevs.com podcast, episode number 149. This is a weekly show covering all the games made in Canada and the people who create them. My name's Steven, spell the PH and an A. So you'd think, Steve, it was pronounced Stefan, but it's not. It's indeed pronounced Steven. And of course, joining me, the other main dude behind CanadianGameDevs.com is Steven. But we Yo, say Steve. <laughs> Steve, Yo, it's, it's week 10 of... of Self-isolation? No, 12? No, it's got to be more than it's that. It's past that? It was March. I, it was mid-March, wasn't it? Mid-March. It was the first week was when Animal Crossing came out. So that's 8, 12, oh my god, 16, 17, 18. This would be week 18 of me for working from home. Yeah, so I think 19 for me or 17. I forgot if I was one week before or after you. But Holy moly, dude. It's, it's been a while. Oh, man. Aren't you getting... Nova, uh, Nova Scotia is doing pretty well, though. Like, you had no, have you had another case? Like, I think we last did. Week. This past week, we got an active case. Somebody came out of province. Um, the 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 out of province, I would say, um, back hate hate. I would say not hate. Hate's too strong. The, there was a news story this week that a bunch of uh, cars with out of province license plates and PEI were all getting like keyed and stuff. Um, <laughs> and uh, anyone Jesus. who has like Ontario or U.S. plates is park your car in somewhere not public because you are bringing covid into the province and people are upset about it and people are like keying the cars and stuff Mm -hmm. yeah that was in pe i haven't heard any in um halifax yet but yeah the uh yeah pi should be really easy you could just lock the bridge it's a bridge (laughs) you'd think so but i don't know is there any ferries that go to that island i thought it was just a bridge like i mean it's not a big island you could drive across it in like two hours can't you I think it's just a ferry. It's like a forty-five minute drive. I think. Like if the zombie apocalypse is happening, I would be pretty. I would be pretty goddamn happy if I lived on PEI. Until you run out of stuff. Well, I mean, don't they grow? They grow a decent amount of stuff. They got fish. I feel like you could uh, last pretty fish longer. and potatoes for forever. Yeah. Hey, you didn't you watch uh, what was that Mars movie with Matt Damon? The Martian. Yeah, he ate potatoes. You know what? I did watch The Martian. I yeah, liked he, it. He ate potatoes for a while. But yeah, if you if you're if you're if you're considering coming to the Maritimes with out of province license plates, just be careful. And also, don't actually just stay away. Uh, <laughs> we really don't want you to come here. Burn Stevens specifically doesn't want you to come there. Yeah, no, I would kick your car probably. Um, but yeah, so we are at one active case where we had twenty days of zero active cases, and uh, yeah, someone ruined it. Friggin' party people. Those bastards. You, I was walking around downtown last night. You just you couldn't even tell. Other than like some restaurants have people wearing masks, but even more don't. Like their staff wearing masks. Yeah. So it, it really like you can't tell there's anything going on down here. Hmm. Yeah. Toronto, like I was out earlier today, just getting some some meds and some lunch and stuff. I was wearing my mask and most people are wearing masks, which was nice to see. So No one's wearing masks down here. Interesting. But I, but I would think, like, because you have no, there's not many cases, so I don't know. There, I, I thought I saw something that, like, July 7th or so, it's going to be, like, mandatory to wear a mask in uh, indoors, which I'm surprised they didn't, like, do sooner, but. Hmm. Like, in Ontario or in Canada, like? I thought Ontario, but I only briefly saw it and didn't, like, bother to look into it, because I have, I wear a mask when I go out anyway, so mm-hmm. I didn't really seem to care. <sighs> scary, scary times, Steve. Yeah. Wave, wave two, September or October. Yeah, or just the wave one will never end for the states. So maybe, maybe don't go to Florida. 
Um, no, God, no. Don't go anywhere in the States right now. But you know where you can go, Steve? CanadianGameDose.com? You can, and you can also attend some digital events coming oh, up, <laughs> like <laughs> Game Dev Atlantic, September 18th, 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. Atlantic time. is a great uh, full-day conference with speakers and a lot to learn. And you don't even have to be in the Atlantic provinces to attend anymore because it's online. So I recommend you check it out. Uh, and then the weekend after, or I guess like the day after, was the weekend, September 19th, Game Devs of Color Expo. Still going on, still looking for speakers, and still registering if you want to attend digitally. So I recommend you check that out. Um, not a whole lot else in a, the way of events coming up. Uh, VRTO wraps up this week, so hopefully maybe someone in our Discord used the code, got to attend, listened to something. But uh, yeah, everything else is pretty much all digital. There's the Ubisoft live stream next week. Oh. There's the Gamescom direct thing in August. And I G- think GDC is September or August. Is it all is it all digital? I think it was digital last because I know we've been chirping them about a month ago. Trying or so. to sell tickets again. What a bunch yeah. of scrubs. And yeah, it's it's all digital event taking place August fourth to six. And then their Xbox is doing. They said they're doing a stream in July where they'll they'll break down the price and, and date and launch titles and everything. But they uh, said, pri- oh really? They said price? Well, like, pretty sure. Ooh. Yeah, the next Xbox event will just be all the info you need for launch. Weren't they supposed to do an event like every single month? And we they were, had... but there wasn't one in yeah. Jul- June. In June. So oh, Xbox. Let me double. Let me double check that first because there'll there'll probably be some Canadian content in there they're also doing an xbox summer game fest july 21st and that will have like it's like the steam game fest where there's a bunch of demos for upcoming games and there mm. are some canadian games in there mm. um but yeah the rumored is july 23rd xbox event uh with all the details on series x nice and did you see that like that half xbox that they might be doing like the it's like lockhart or whatever yeah yeah, yeah. interesting what do you mean half Xbox? I thought it was just their dig- their version of the digital Xbox. Yeah, but it's like it's it's like half the height of the black one, and it's white. <laughs> oh, I didn't see that. It, it looks cool. I don't know if it was fake. It might have been. People love to make fake consoles, but um, yeah, that was a that was a leak. I saw, a rumor. I saw speculation. Steve, interesting. I I mean, I'm still. I would still go with the disc based stuff anyway. So, I'd I'd like to. I, I'm not probably not going to get either for a while, but when I do better be able to shove discs in there <laughs> we, we were just i was cleaning out some stuff yesterday you know the whole uh every now and then uh, it's, it's very relieving to like re- just get rid of old junky shit so i was going through like my old cds and dvds like i had avengers on dvd and i am legend on blu-ray and like i had a kid rock cd that i got oh, like, no. when i was in grade eight <laughs> And uh, so I was just going through all that shit, and and I left a couple of CDs. Like I have some Bob Dylan stuff from my dad and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to get rid of that stuff, obviously. But then we were yeah. like looking around the house, and we're like, we I don't think we have anything to play CDs. I don't even know if the PS4 can play CDs. I think it can. Can it? Can the PS3? Because yeah. I guess I have my PS3 as well. But we yeah, don't have a C- can too. I've we don't have it. a CD player. Our our computers don't have uh, CD drives. Uh, the Switch doesn't have a CD thing, obviously. Mm-hmm. So it's up to it's only up to PlayStation then. So, but I but I wouldn't even like I wouldn't even like if I wanted to listen to Bob Dylan I would just load up Spotify. <laughs> yeah, you, you can definitely play Spotify on your PlayStation while you're playing a game. I know I've never done that though, but I, I've done that. I, I enjoy it. 
when I'm when I'm playing like multiplayer games or playing a game where I'm just like getting achievements or trophies or whatever, I, I pop on Spotify. I just do that on my. I just use the Spotify like app on my phone. All right, Steve. Let's talk about some uh, <laughs> some news. There's no current job listings on the site, uh, but people were we're talking about jobs on the Discord this week, and uh, yeah, just friendly reminder to not cold call people or hmm. obviously you can put yourself out there if there's like a contact page on someone's site but uh personal messaging people can come off a little aggressive sometimes and uh we've updated our rules on our discord to reflect that so definitely go to people go to studio websites and look for their jobs page or contact page because that's obviously the way they want you to contact them mm-hmm. but uh yeah personal messaging people is probably not the way to go for sure um, all right, on to the news, Steve. Big ups to Frolic Labs who have released Dune C on the Nintendo Switch. They flipped the Switch, and Brett's not even here to to say say that. That was his whole <laughs> his whole gimmick. Flip the Switch, and then we then we'd snap. <sighs> Anywho, uh, they partnered with Studio Joy Drop for the port. Uh, we streamed it last year uh, when it came to Steam. The Switch edition comes with three additional levels and called Neon C. And if you don't know what Dune Dune C is, it's a side-scrolling adventure goose game that lets you fly like a bird. It's a low-poly environment, very pretty, very relaxing. I enjoyed it, and I think it's right at home on Switch. Yeah, I agree. I haven't played it since the release, though. I really I played it like um, at EGLX like Mm -hmm. three years ago, whenever the hell that was, and it wasn't like it wasn't out yet. He was just like demoing it, and. Mm -hmm. uh, so it looks a little bit different, but I, I remember enjoying it and just thinking it would be like a cool, calm, relaxing game. So it does fit right at home it's on Switch. The neon levels are really cool, too. It's called Neon Sea. There's some videos on Frolic Labs' YouTube that you can just see them. Um, and on the site. We, I think I we embedded them. Oh, did I? Yeah. No, I think we embedded them on our... Oh, no. No, we didn't. Yeah, go to no. the... Just, just uh, find uh, Frolic Labs on Twitter. I did post two Twitter videos because Jake Budno, friend of the site, did like kind of a promo slash like just dis- like i guess narrative description of the game um mm-hmm. which kind of tells you everything you need to know so that that'd be a good place to to start next bit of news today steve terrarium launch date announced after their level design competition last month toronto-based stitch media has announced terrarium will be leaving early access on steam on July 28th, that's later this month, that's soon, Terrarium is a 3D puzzle platformer about wanton destruction and adorable gore across a galaxy of community-designed murder gardens. <laughs> great, great description. Conquer dangerous aliens in a world as feisty as a feisty granny with a chip on her shoulder and an army of cute but expendable walking mushrooms. Wow. Listen to the trailer. Wild. I'm watching the trailer right now. It looks it looks like you're an old grandma of Pikmin, basically. Because <laughs> you're huh. just like I thought chucking. she was a, a caterpillar when I saw her for the first time, but no, she's like she looks like the caterpillar from like Alice in Wonderland, you know? Yeah, she's just like chucking these little mushroom dudes. I like I like huh. the style. Um, I saw the. Did you ask for Steam codes? Should we ask for Steam codes? Because I saw it was on the thingy. We can ask for them. Oh yeah, we should do that, and then we can stream it. Yeah. So what does it mean when something's early? Like, if I buy it now, mm-hmm. like, it's twenty four ninety nine right now. Mm-hmm. It's, ending, access. it's ending early access. Does that mean the price would go up? It might. I don't think it always does. Oh, okay, I see. Sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. You Like, the ones I've gotten 
they've explicitly said it will. Like, I got We Happy Few in early access on Xbox, and it was half the price it would be new. Right. But I don't know if that's something that happens on early access on Steam as often. Mm. Mm. Anywho, check that out. Um, Steve, do you want to add it to your wish list, maybe? I'm, I'm loading up Steam right now, so I will add it to my wish list. Awesome. Play the sound. I'll play the sound. <laughs> Next up, uh, the big Canadian game news of the week. Ubisoft Montreal announced their new Battle Royale, Hyperscape. Uh, amidst ongoing sexual assault and harassment investigations currently underway at Ubisoft Montreal, they took time this week to have a live stream where they announced a new FPS Battle Royale, Hyperscape as well as a technical test, which began immediately. You can get into the technical test by watching Hyperscape streams on Twitch after connecting your Ubisoft account, and there's like a random chance that they'll drop you uh, access to the technical test. Uh, Valorant did something similar earlier this year with their beta, where you had to watch people play the game on Twitch, and there was a random chance you got a beta code. (laughs) But this one's not a code, it's more of a, you just connect your accounts, and then when you launch, you play if you got it, it just lets you download it. Mm. And I did, and I got it. And so I'll be playing it on our Twitch this week. I've played a couple matches and it's really hard to play a battle Royale after playing 400 hours of apex. (laughs) I spent the first three games trying to remap all my controls to be the apex controls. Yeah. Cause it just didn't feel good. If, if I wasn't using like E to pick things up, F to punch, right. Right. QZ for my abilities. Like it just, it, the 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 default was just tripping me up because I'm playing so much Apex. Now, it it seems kind of Apexy to me in the speed of it. Like Apex is probably the fastest like battle royale that I play because I haven't mm-hmm. I didn't play much Warzone. And it's certainly faster than Fortnite mm-hmm. and PUBG never looked really that fast. So you because you can like or slide good. down um slide down like hills and all that stuff and jump pretty like so get, they're pitching get, this as a vertical battle royale and so there's jump pads all over that launch you like 20 or 30 stories into the air yeah. some of the abilities that you would get let you turn into like bouncy balls and bounce around or like launch up into the air and then like ground slam like a superhero is it hero based like apex or no everyone you can pick a like a one of the eight preset like characters but you all start blank and pick up abilities and guns. Right, they're all the same or whatever. Yeah, and if you find like the same gun twice, you like upgrade it by picking it up again, so then you have a better version of the gun. Hmm. And yeah, it's floatier than Apex. Apex obviously very to use the overused term boots on the ground. Um, but yeah, it's very vertical like you're you're going up and down, shooting down, shooting up. And yeah. just you leap like whole buildings pretty commonly. Did so? So how much did, did you like it, or just kind I played of like, like three to five? And it's not Apex, so you know that that's not its fault. I've just yeah. played <laughs> four hundred hours of Apex, and I love Apex. And it's really hard to rewire your brain after playing a game that much. That's fair. It's also an extremely oversaturated market at this point with Fortnite, Apex, Warzone being like the big three, PUBG kind of falling off. Um so I don't like Ubisoft obviously wants a piece of that pie. I don't know if they'll be able to carve out a significant one for them to keep supporting this game cuz I guarantee you if this game doesn't like shatter, you know, launch week numbers like Apex and Warzone did, it'll probably get abandoned within like a year or two. 
Yeah. Rest in peace. Every other Ubisoft live service game that didn't get a strong launch. Is it um? Is there already like stuff to buy? Like, is it just the typical like battle pass and like cosmetic shit? Or uh, I haven't actually. I didn't try to buy anything, so I don't even know how to do that in the game. There's a lot of cosmetics, so I'm assuming that's how they're going to monetize this. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think just for the tech, the test. I don't think what Valorant did was anything you bought during the beta, you couldn't carry over to the next game, but they gave you like double back in credits, what you spent on it. So you started the real game with like a lot more money. Mm. So I, I don't know if they'll do something similar to that. I honestly didn't try to buy anything, but yeah. Valorant isn't a, isn't a battle royale, right? It's more like overwatch. No, it's more like it's like the art style and 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 characters with abilities like from Overwatch, but with the survivor rounds of CS:GO, where like you die and someone's trying to plant a bomb, someone's trying to defuse the bomb. The gameplay is much more similar to CS:GO, but the visuals are much more like colorful, bright worlds like Overwatch and characters with abilities that are very similar to the Overwatch abilities. Like there's a guy who shoots arrows through the wall. That's Hanzo. Um, there's people who can revive a teammate that's mercy. Like, yeah, yeah they're, they're very similar in that way. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I, I will we'll see how it does. Um, they're, they're, they've got a huge, huge task if they want to break into the battle royale genre. Yeah. I mean, they're the lot, like what's the next biggest like developer that doesn't have one like Capcom. Cause now there's like EA has their own with apex mm-hmm. and, Activision has their own with Warzone, and mm-hmm. Epic has it. Fortnite, PUBG, mm-hmm. and I don't know who's that. Tencent or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, 2K does 2K have one? Uh, I don't know. Probably Borderlands. Like, it would be a Borderlands battle royale at some point. Oh no! Please don't do that. <laughs> I still think no. Last wait, 2K I, has a Red Dead Two has a battle royale mode. Oh, you're right. I think so. last. I still think Last of Us factions will have a battle royale. No, Steve, I, don't say that. That would be awful. <laughs> I think. I think Halo is probably going to be the next one, though. Microsoft doesn't have one. Halo Infinite? I don't think so. Right? I mean, Gears of War would be the only no. other franchise they have that would have it. PlayStation doesn't. I like no. That doesn't make sense for The Last of Us. Ugh. You drop in. Fall, even actually, uh, Bethesda has one with Fallout seventy six. Fallout 76 Red Zone or whatever. Has a, no, it's just called Battle Royale. Oh, no, Red Zone's the um, 2K did it with Civilization. They tried to do a Battle Royale mode. Oh, really? Yeah, it was awful. It's pretty, yeah, it's pretty. It's a pretty overplayed uh, mode. Although, that being said, I played some of Fallout 76's Battle Royale mode this week. So, <laughs> here I am just being an idiot. But, um, yeah, I mean, we'll see. I guess, like, it's going to have to come to console for me to play it. And, mm-hmm. uh you know, if it's free to play, like I'll download it and give it a shot, but I'm not like these type of games for me. Like I just, I need one at a time. Right. So apex mm-hmm. is the one for me right now. Like, even if this comes out, like I gotta get through my apex battle pass. Um, mm-hmm. and it, it's also like, what are my friends playing? So like I played mm-hmm. a lot of Fortnite cause I had like a lot of friends who were playing it and you and I play apex, although we haven't played in a while cause you're a jerk. So <laughs> crossplay is coming, Steve. Don't worry. I know that. So my brother-in-law like plays a lot on PC, so he's pretty excited to play with me on PC. Yeah, it's so we'll see. It looks pretty. The music is like the trailer music from every E3 like sports or car game. It's on. It's I don't like the music a lot, and it's oh. like the one thing that's like always playing in the background. It's like oh, uh, you know what? NHL had a NHL had a battle royale mode too. Actually, really? Yeah, it was like. 
It was, I guess it was more like a tournament style, but they kind of focused it as a battle royale, but you'd play like three, you'd play a one-on-one-on-one -on -one -on -one match. Um, and then the winner would just kind of keep going on and, and everyone gets eliminated. So it's more, it was more like a tournament. Like not everyone was in the same thing, but they positioned mm -hmm. it as a battle royale. Like I remember seeing those words and I was just like, Oh God. <laughs> Studios need to stop. Just, just stop. So that's EA as well, I guess. So. All right. That's it for the news this week. Kind of a lighter week. We'll have all the Canadian Ubisoft games that get announced at the Ubisoft event this week for you to talk about. When's that get announced? Oh, when, no, wait. That? That'll be after next week's show on the 12th. Two weeks from now. Two weeks from now. One, so. No. Eight days from now. It's on the 12th? It's on the Sunday? Yeah. So we can... What what time on the Sunday? Um. Yeah, we could record after it so we can yeah. talk about it. Let's try doing that. It's on... Ah, jeez. July, July 12th at 4 p.m. my time, so 3 p.m. your time. All right, yeah, and we can just do it afterwards. Yeah, we'll I'm just done. record Sunday afternoon. Yeah, we will have Ubisoft forward. Um, I'm hoping they announce sweeping cultural reforms at all their studios, but um, Skeptical will get any of that. They won't do it. I don't think they'll even address it, to be honest. That, that's gross. I don't know. All right. Or, yeah, no, I agree. Sorry. I don't, I, but I don't <laughs> see them. I don't see them. Uh, I don't see them addressing it really mm -hmm. at their events where they announce like video games like they'll address it through their like press release shit like they did this week with the, the letter or whatever i don't know ea started their live stream with a big uh black lives matter um thing but that obviously wasn't about ea but they uh it was a very you know andrew wilson android ceo <laughs> was up there talking about black lives for like the start of this big stream. So, I mean, I, I don't think Ubisoft will, but they could, That's and true. I think they would do it similar to that if they did. To play devil's advocate, um, the, uh, uh Blizzard addressed the, the Oh stuff. my God. That was oh, the worst though. They, they addressed it very shittily, but they addressed uh, it at the start of BlizzCon or whatever. Yeah. And um, then they, oh, that was so cringe the way they that did was that. It was, it was bad, but I mean, I, yeah, I still don't think Ubisoft will. I don't know. None of them talk about it. Maybe I, maybe the the owner Yves or whatever his name is, the, Yves Guillemot. Yeah, I mean, he might actually address something about just like he won't. I don't know. I don't know. Actually, I'm kind of like running in circles right now. We'll see. He'll start his apology. I'm sorry you were hurt. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. It's we'll see. Uh, it's at least it's like a difficult decision for them. Like they, they should, I just don't think they will. No. Uh, we'll, we'll see whoever took over for Assassin's Creed Valhalla, I guess, probably. Yeah. I don't even, I don't even know what they're going to do. Cause that guy was probably going to be on so many different live streams and meetings and stuff and, and stuff. To they show probably already game. recorded his stuff for the Ubisoft forward. Probably. <laughs> Unless it was going to be live, but <laughs> oh my I don't God. Think... Could you imagine if, if he comes up? <laughs> Uh, unlucky that'd be, so <laughs> that'd be so bad anyway let's move on steve to wish list this of course everyone's favorite segment inspired by steve and brett's rest in peace frequent wish listing of shows of games while we were recording the show so this week and every week i highlight three upcoming canadian made games to add to your wish list right now first up steve i just found this one just kind of just trolling twitter looking for canadian indies have you heard of fault by Strange Matter Studios in Montreal. I have not. So they're positioning it as like a Paragon-like game. Paragon, of course, one of those 
Actually, I don't even know what Paragon was called. What, Paragon, what, like it, the game? Yeah, like the game. It was like a... It was on consoles, too. Well, it's called Battle Arena. Okay, yeah, a, a, a Battle Arena game. Uh, 5v5 online matches. You choose a hero. Um, you upgrade over the course of the game. Typical... What's it called? MOBA? Multiplayer Online Battle Arena? Yeah. Yeah, where you uh, upgrade during the game, but it's not like you don't carry forward those upgrades later on or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's coming to early access. Uh, they said July 17th. That's soon. Uh, Although the Steam page hasn't been updated yet to reflect that, but their their official Twitter did say that, so I'm going to go by that. Um, yeah, this is another one like like Hyperscape, tough tough genre to break into. You need a lot of people playing. You need to retain those people over months and and years, and they're they're taking a crack at it. So if yeah. you want to check it out, add it to your wish list. Uh, no gifts, unfortunately. Uh, their estimated early 2021 full release in the game will be free to play. Yeah, Does that sound I don't, interesting at all, Steve? I don't play many of these games, like MOBAs. Like I don't play mm. Dota or Paragon or like. Oh, you can't or, play Paragon anymore. I'm pretty sure it died. Oh, really? They killed it. Yeah. I'm, oh, because it was because sure. it, it was an Epic game, wasn't it? And they're just like I don't Fortnite. Remember? Wasn't it, it was a more it was they're part of like a more popular game, so they're just like, and eh, we're just going to focus on. Oh yeah, it was. Yeah, it got canceled. So. Yeah, it was a, it was an epic game. So they're just like, eh, <laughs> we're just going to huh. focus on Fortnite. Um, so I don't play a lot of these games, but that's really more so just because this stuff generally lives on PC. Like, there's not mm-hmm. there's not a big one on console or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it does look pretty though. I like the art style. They called the description "next gen multiplayer online battle arena." So. That yeah, usually implies a, a console, you know? Yeah, have they said anything on their Twitter or anything like that? that or press kit? Not that's... that I've seen. No, not that not that I can tell. So I think maybe this year of PC tweaks maybe leads to the 2021 launch on consoles. The full release of this game is expect, expected to be in Q1 2021. Hmm. Okay. Uh, but, Steve, you know I gotta ask. Have you added... This game to your wish list. Fault is added to the wish list. Excellent. Next game on wish list. This is one you've told me about, and I checked. We've never actually done it on a wish list. This it's Love by Rocket Ship Park in Toronto. Oh. We haven't done it yet, but we're gonna do it today. <clears throat> Every life has a story. Every story has regret. But what if you could change the past? Love is a puzzle game about finding the things we've lost in ourselves and the people who help us find them. Um, this is their second Steam release uh, from Rocket Ship Park. It's planned release date TBD 2020. No gifts in the Steam page, but that's okay. They have time. Explore, learn, rotate, and make are the, the big verbs I'm seeing in this Steam page description for what you'll be doing. Uh, single player, full controller support, yeah, what do you, what do you think? Uh, there is a demo as well. Ooh, there is a demo. Download love, which I want to download. Stories. I want to download right now. So play the. Oh, so we can do we can do both. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna play both like back to back. I already had it on my wish list. Though. Oh, okay, I'll just play the one then. All right. <laughs> um, I don't know yeah, if I out. I don't know if we did it before. You said we checked. Maybe I just added it just for the to help them out. Yeah, this um, this is a game that Sean told me about. Shane, Sean, oh man. I'm 
blanking on his name. He's a big Blue Jays fan. <laughs> um, Sean, I believe, uh, at Rocketship Park. He told me about this game like pff, four or five years ago as just like his sort of passion project that he really wanted to get to. So it's good to see it kind of coming up. And he gave me like kind of the elevator pitch and mm-hmm. uh, it kind of matches what I'm seeing in the screenshots and stuff like that. Like you're moving up the buildings and stuff like that and you're seeing everyone's like love as uh, mm-hmm. as you move up. So I'm down. Super excited that he gets to make it now. Um because it's always, you know, the, the titles that come out of passion are generally better than the ones that are kind of just d- done for other reasons or whatever. <laughs> like hyperscape? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Uh, love is all caps. And it reminds me, there's a, a vine where, like, there's this guy and he's like, why is everyone afraid of love? And then he's in a grocery store and he walks up to this old woman. He's like, love. And she's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what all caps love reminded me of. And I just thought I'd share. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm uh, I'm stoked for this. When's the release date? Twenty twenty. So TBD twenty twenty. Mm, only got five months left. Six months. Five months. Get on it, Shane or Sean. We're not sure. I gotta look it up. I feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> Last game today for wish list. This Lucifer within us by Kit Fox Games and Montreal, uh, releasing quote when the demons are purged. Um, so probably never. Uh, it's it's, uh, it's Shane, by the way. Shane. Shane. Shout out e- to Shane. EGV Room on Twitter. EGV Room on Twitter. Get on yeah. it. Who's <laughs> for within us? Quote, you are a digital exorcist seeing beyond this reality into an alternate timeline of the accused. Solve murders, purify the possessed, and purge their demons in this nonlinear mystery. So it, it's it's looking like from the little brief trailer and screenshots I'm seeing here, I'm, I'm, I'm picking up detective game vibes. Yeah. We are, we are tasked with judging these sins and, and trying to come up with a verdict on who did what. Um, it's kind of a cool mix of like stylized, uh, character art as like they come up and talk, but with like a 3d, I'm, I'm bad at describing art style. Steve It's one of my biggest weaknesses, but like, it's not it's not low poly, it's just everyone's like soft shapes and smooth colors. Yeah. Um, so I like the I like the the contrast there too. Um and yeah, you're you're gonna, you're gonna solve some murders. Kifox, of course, studio and publisher behind some some big titles like Oh my god, gifts in the Steam description. There you go. This is Steven's pick of the week. <laughs> That's all you need, huh? Yeah. That, no, look at this Steam page, Steve. It's gorgeous. It's oh, good. Ooh, I gifts. like the I like the gif of the 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 words or whatever and mm-hmm. how it like. So I'm I'm kind of trying to figure I out what the, they're you drag doing. this you drag this timeline of like what all the characters are doing. I think each track is a different character. Yeah, and then you try and piece together who did what and ultimately who did the murder. It's, yeah. It reminds me a lot of another. Um, I think it's from Tequila Works, a game called The Sexy Brutal, where like there was a murder. And you could um, keep reliving the night over and over and going to different places. Mm. Um, and you got to try and figure out who did the murder. And uh, But this seems to be a lot more straightforward. Like you, you literally dry, dra- drag this line across the timeline and people like f- fast forward or reverse. Yeah, yeah. As the digital exorcist working for the Church of Anne Sof's Inquisition, it is your duty to find sinners and ensure continued harmony. Digital demons corrupt the network, causing human hosts to act on a series of desires and sins, even murder. Discover the one truth to determine which citizens are infected and exercise the possessed. 
I like it. I'm I'm like mesmerized by the the trailer that they're showing. Mm-hmm. So I'm just I, I just want to like make sense of it because because it, it looks like you also have a little bit of, um, I guess like powers to see like the footprints and stuff like that. And then the interrogation stuff looks like you get a little bit of kind of uh, Phoenix Wright stuff because there's like a, mm. a thing that comes up like contradict or whatever. So it's like objection. <laughs> <laughs> so. I'm down with this. This looks dope. So I have good to on, ask Steve. Good on Kit Fox. They're, they like, they're killing it. So, Is it on the wish list? It is on the wish list. They are, they are killing it because they have such a, like I was saying with um, Clay last week, their games are all very different, mm-hmm. um, both mechanically and, and visually. Um, they're getting into publishing, which I don't think Clay has done, but like Mondo Museums, like a museum sim maker um they're publishing the steam port of dwarf fortress which is like a ascii oh almost yeah. like adventure game where a lot of the stories told through text so like very different and then there's this there's um boyfriend dungeon moon hunters which is like a roguelite personality test like all over the place but all I, really great in my opinion i added moon hunters to my ps4 wish list the other day too if you want to play that um i play it again I always I, I always like it when developers get to be a little fun with the planned release date as well. So <laughs> bonus points when for that. And the demons are purged. <laughs> Which like you said will will never happen. So it Probably was like not. the wasn't there one recently where it was just like when when society is like accepted? I'm, yeah, I'm, the uh they won the Ubisoft indie series. It was the Soul Estate. I forget what theirs actually was. Hold on. Okay, I'll find it. It's uh Oh no! It just says mobilizing in twenty twenty one, and maybe it did say something else before. I thought, yeah, it was something like when when the government's brought down or something along those lines. <laughs> <laughs> like, when we're all on the same page, <laughs> yeah, it's like never going to happen. That's but, it for uh, wish list. Oh, sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say good on Kid Fox because they're yeah they're like one of the one of the premium developers out there in in uh, Montreal. So in Canada too, yeah. All right, that's it for Wishlist This. If you want us to cover your game, please send it to us any way possible. Twitter, Discord, email, contact at CanadianNivs.com. What do you want to talk about? Text. DM. Text it to Steve. Um, S- send a TikTok of you showing the game over top like a, a music thing and send it to Steven. I created a Canadian Game Devs TikTok, by the way. I did nothing we'll with it. We'll see. We'll see. I remember like a marketing person telling me like whenever like a new social media thing comes out or anything like that just like grab your name and put it Mm -hmm. on there even if Mm -hmm. it's like even if you don't do anything with it because you never know when when you might want to do it so i was like canadian game does tiktok let's do it (laughs) we got it (laughs) did nothing with it but you never know we gotta we gotta reach out to those like preteens and teens the zoomers yeah exactly god bless the zoomers i don't know about that but no they're all their trends are so wholesome like uh they they Reserved all those tickets to the Trump rally and then didn't go because they're oh, just free to reserve. A, that was so amazing. I love the, that's such a good troll. <laughs> the latest one is uh, trying to get see how fast you can get banned from the U.S. Army esports, which I, I tried to do this week. Oh, I uh, thought that was just you trolling. Oh no, that's like people are doing that. Oh, okay. I thought yeah, that the was, thing is, uh, you, you go to any U.S. Army esports channel and just put the Wikipedia page for U.S. war crimes in it. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> and see how fast you can get banned. I got banned in five point nine two seconds. I haven't uh, I haven't seen that yet on uh, TikTok. I saw the I saw the Trump thing. I thought you were just trolling the Army out of nowhere. Oh no, I was definitely <laughs> jumping on the bandwagon because <laughs> the fact that the U.S. Army has a 
has a recruiting channel disguised as esports is disgusting. Yeah, they're playing Mortal Kombat. I'm just like, what are you guys doing? I was like, you guys literally killed like kids in Iraq like this week. Get get off Twitch. <laughs> oh uh, man. Anyways, socialist Anywho. podcast coming out next week too. So. Yeah, comrade Steve's. <laughs> no one stopped looping me in. Play the play that you gotta play the. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I I should make that my ringtone. <laughs> Anywho, I don't really have a hot take of the week. Do you do you have anything burning a, a hole in your brain you want to talk about, Steve? I mean, we can discuss the 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 ten the extra ten dollars on NBA Two K Twenty One. Oh my God, games. <sighs> okay, Jim Jim Sterling, and I know I talk about Jim Sterling a lot, but he had a great great video this week about that. And yeah, I watched it. Yeah, people have been, and, and a lot of his points, I'm just going to reiterate because I, I agree with them. He said that people have been making this excuse for studios that, like, well, games haven't gone up in price since, like, the early 2000s, so of course they have to add microtransactions, and, and how else are they going to support their games? But that assumes you're getting the same product that you were in the early 2000s, and you're not. A lot of the content that would be in a game at launch is stripped out, divvied up, and then resold to you on top of the game. So... And he, he even says he would be okay with more expensive games if you were getting the games that you were getting in the early 2000s where everything's on the disc or download and that I, I have the whole game and I'm not having all the cosmetics and different you know upgrade perks or whatever piecemeal divvied up and sold to me at different prices with different in-game currencies. Like that's, that's the issue. I would be okay paying 100 Canadian for a game if I just got, like if they were like, Witcher 4. Well, you're going to be playing 100 Canadian, so don't you worry. Probably. But that's what I'm saying. Like, they can explore that higher price range because, obviously, inflation means your money gets worth less, and so they need more money to do what they were doing before. And so uh, the games should go up in price if they're actually being sold to you as complete packages, and they're not. And NBA's the worst one. Oh, my God. This was, was like, the worst, like, developer and game to to do it do it because like cyberpunk do it with cyberpunk like cyber is cyberpunk going to be ten dollars on xbox like that's i'm just so confused about the like the ps5 versus ps4 games like like because it said there's going to be what, what game was it some game said that you could play it on ps5 but then there's going to be like a patch later on that will like improve it so i'm like so all these games will work, but they'll work better. But then if like developers do like a little more work, they could patch it and and make things. So I'm just like confused at how this stuff happens. The one thing I will say about Jim's argument, which I do agree with, is that like you get a disc of of NBA 2K20, mm-hmm. even without the microtransaction stuff, that still has way more content on it than you know NBA 2K10. And and games now are like bigger, and I don't mean just like graphically like better like there are just more modes and more things and more music and blah, blah, blah on these games than they were, you know, in 2005 or whatever. Are there? Oh yeah, for sure. Like NHL, NHL 20, I'll, I'll use NHL as an example because I've been playing that series for a long time. Like NHL 20 has way more modes and way more options and stuff than NHL like 05 did. Even okay. though like the base game has relatively stayed the same. Like the whole, the whole like team, stuff where you like you have your you make your own team of the different cards and stuff like that like that mode Mm -hmm. came around like you know five or six years ago online wasn't really wasn't a thing you know until like uh well i guess with sports games it's been a thing for quite a while but um but i like it is still just like it was the worst game to kind of show it i assumed that price would be going up but the thing is like 
it's just like if you don't want to pay it, then then don't. NBA Two K Twenty is free on PlayStation Plus mm-hmm. in a couple of days. They sold NBA Two K Nineteen for like three dollars at some point. So like their their bullshit excuse of like the value, blah blah blah, like is is so garbage because like halfway through the year when they have to start, you know, promoting NBA the next one, they like they just released the previous one for like eighty percent off. Yeah, peanuts. Um. It's it was just like the worst game to kind of come out for it <laughs> to like to make this sort of like announcement because I think people were kind of expecting prices to go up, mm-hmm. um, but I do agree like microtransaction that was a whole reason for it like there's more like there's also more people working on all these games than back in the day you know like Mortal, the original Mortal Kombat was made by like four people, mm-hmm. um, but it's like at the end of the day they're going to spin their stupid bullshit like at the end of the day they're just trying to get as much money as humanly possible mm-hmm. um which is why when you if you buy the like a hundred dollar version then um then you don't need to like pay like you get the upgrade for free or whatever mm-hmm. the the weird really confusing part is that there isn't like a 10 or 15 dollar like upgrade option so like you really do have to just rebuy the game it seems like they didn't really announce anything um like a, like a the difference like you can't just pay the difference and get it that's mm-hmm. that seems super confusing so the whole like backwards compatibility compatible stuff with these games that are like mid like that are in between the generations like it's going to be really confusing like what works what doesn't work what's going to be much better what's just going to be patched what's like it's just like a really it's just very confusing I don't understand it mm-hmm. and uh, I think that will be cause an issue but yeah NBA like two K NBA 2K has just been apparently just a pile of shit for like quite a while, and they're they're probably the worst like game to come out first <laughs> to to announce this like ten dollar increase. Um, Grand Theft Auto Five is probably going to be eighty nine ninety nine Canadian on PS Five. Well, they announced the um, they announced the GTA Online will be free. Yeah, online will be free, but yeah. <laughs> I feel like at Walmart. There'll be a PS5 box with the exact same Grand Theft Auto V cover art, and it'll be full price, whatever the new standard price for next gen games is. Probably. That's absurd. And then, but then you look at like Cyberpunk, just saying like you just got to buy it once, you know. Mm-hmm. But will there be a PS5 box? I don't know. I don't know either. Probably just it'll be one of those games that features in the backwards compatibility, and when you just put the disc into your PS5, the PS4 disc into your PS5, it just does it magically. Yeah, and so like. Well, it, you know, for Halo Infinite, which Xbox has already, or Microsoft has already said that all their games work, like, they won't have any Xbox Series X exclusives for the first, like, two years or so. Mm-hmm. Like, will there be a Xbox Series X box for Halo and, and then a Series X box? And then will the Series X box say, like, you can't play this on Xbox One? And then will the Xbox One box say you ha- you can play it on Series X? Like, it's just, it seems very... What they've what I've seen them do, and uh, they've done this with a couple like 360 games that they they brought over, is at the top it's like Xbox One and then a slash and then Xbox One X mm. on, on the physical box. So I could see them doing Xbox One slash Xbox Series X, and then it's that's pretty clear labeling for like the grandma buying a game for Christmas. They're like, oh, Timmy has a, an Xbox One. This will work, you know. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> I remember asking for a Jurassic Park game for Sega Genesis, and my grandmother bought me like a Sega Saturn version. Oh no! And you, you don't have the heart, right? You can't tell. No, you can't, you, you can't do that. So I had to like tell my mom later. I'm like, we don't have this system. Oh no! <laughs> Felt so bad, but um, yeah, it's it's 
it's just it's just like shitty but i it's i don't know it's like 2k was going to do it like they don't give a fuck like the people that they the whales that they get are just like their nba players like like they're they're hardcore players anyways that are going to do it like mm-hmm. you and i i mean i'm actually going to be playing this new one because my friend's just like addicted to the series now but like i love basketball but i don't really care for the series like really and so i'm not going to really i would never buy like this stupid expensive versions anyways mm-hmm. um but like you know they're going they're they're going after the the people who play like five or six games a year and one of those games is nba 2k and they just jump dump all their money into it in the vc or whatever so it's it's like it's not even going to change because the people who who really buy the series probably won't even like care it's going to change say. soon I'm, I'm i'm feeling it there's a uh, just this past week the the UK House of Lords, which is their house above the House of Commons, um, passed. Um, oh, the gambling thing, right? Yeah, they're going to look into regulating video games like gambling. And yeah, this is this is another thing Jim Sterling's been saying for years. Like, if video games don't sort out their shit first, the government is going to sort it out for them, and that's what's going to happen. And we've seen it happen in a few uh, European markets, like Belgium banned the in-game like didn't ban it but it was like this needs to be treated as gambling so the the games that fell under that either took it out of the game in those regions or just stopped selling their games there yeah that's and the uk is a huge market so that would be that would be a big deal oh that would kill fifa right like that's like fifa is just like bananas over there nba i don't know if nba or mlb or any like the other games sell over there but fifa probably just like sells like game busters and I haven't played a FIFA. I don't think I've ever really played a FIFA game, but I'm assuming that it's got all the same microtransaction shit all, mm-hmm. that all the other sports yeah, games have. Yeah, cards. The cards are gambling. You buy something at a chance of getting something else. I think NBA literally has like a slot machine. It is. <laughs> yeah, they do have. It is a literal slot machine you pull to get players. And then there's like a pachinko machine one where like it drops down and tries to land on the right color to get that color pack. Yeah, and the the whole difference of it being like you always get something is such a bullshit thing because it's not like. You could still get stuff that's worthless to the player, mm-hmm. you know. And, and the other bullshit thing with a lot of these games, and specifically with Fortnite, is it's all cosmetic is the worst excuse. Because cos- appearance is a big part of games for a lot of players. Like, there are people who love to make their character look a certain way in a game. And yeah. just because I've never bought an Apex skin for anything, because I really don't care what anything looks like, doesn't mean that there's someone who doesn't like to play apex as a form of like expressing them through like different characters or voice lines or little things that go on the end of their gun. That they like to, like to look at like, that's a totally valid way to play that game and something to get out of it. And just cause those, those people are being exploited and I'm not, doesn't mean that it, it shouldn't be something I, I'm upset about. Yeah. The, sh- the annoying thing for me is that I actually like loot boxes and like these sort of things. Cause for me, it's just, I want stuff to unlock and I like the little kind of, you know, the, the idea of getting something, I don't even care what it is. Like apex legends, like I just equip whatever I get just so I get rid of the notification when I unlock something. I don't Mm -hmm. care at all. Mm -hmm. And I don't, all my track, you know how you can like make your card with all the trackers. Like I don't, I don't do that. Like I don't do anything. I just want stuff to unlock. Mm -hmm. Um, and so it's like the shit's ruined that part of it for me. Cause I'm like, I actually like opening chests and loot boxes and stuff like that like i don't Mm -hmm. mind it it's it's exciting it's it's an award um but like greed has just like taken over that stuff and and just made it like way less fun for a lot of like and a lot of games 
where like it's not necessary. Like NHL twenty had fucking loot boxes, and I was just like, why? Mm, they were hockey packs or duffel bags or whatever, right? Yeah, duffel bags, and I was just like, and there was like different duffel bags depending for the team and for like your player, and I was just like, this, I'm like, oh my god, guys, like you don't need to do like why? I I hope. know why, but it's just like ah, so it's so annoying because it's like. I don't know. The whole reason I like them is because, like, when you're playing your RPG, your MMO, or whatever, you open a chest and you're excited to see what you get in it. That's mm-hmm. that's kind of like the same feeling for me. But you know, in an NHL game, I don't give a fuck if I get like these gloves <laughs> from Nike mm-hmm. or whatever. <laughs> like, it's it's just like silly. It was going to, but like the price was going to go up. I assumed it was going to go up. I'm just like really confused at just like how these like these cross-gen games will work when they're on like both systems and like how mm-hmm. these patches will work and like so like what if, if you put an nba because the disc isn't any different on nba like the mamba edition versus the versus the like normal edition like if you put like so you put in your ps4 disc and a ps5 like it's going to just be it won't work unless you have to like buy the mom like i don't understand how that's going to work because maybe cause uh maybe most online... of these people won't know right like most people won't know what if it's codes like they used to do in the mid two thousands, where like on the inside sleeve is a code you have to tie to your two K account, and then you oh, have so to you sign in with your two K account. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I guess like when they did the online, when they lo- would lock online away from. Uh, mm-hmm. So you can only you, get it in by new. new. New, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. Is is I'm just I'm just confused at the next gen stuff, like the cross gen things. Me too. Um, I hope just, this UK law gets passed, and I hope. This forces a conversation at at uh, EA where they're like, "All right, we either have to change the game to sell mm-hmm. in the UK, so are we doing two different versions of the game where we like abuse American and Canadians and the UK players just get the full game, or do we have to stop doing this because it's a consequential market?" Like, I hope that f- conversation gets forced. Yeah, and the thing is, like, you don't really want the government to come in and do this. Like, that's what the ESRB is supposed to be doing. But they're kind of doing a shitty job. All they did was that contains in-game purchases or whatever tag at the bottom of the thing that no one no one reads. Yeah. No one ever reads the ESRB rating. Parents don't really even know, really. I mean, I'll know. Like, Sophia ain't playing a fucking violent video game until she's appropriate age. I don't, I don't even play Last of Us around her. She's nine months old. She doesn't even know the hell is going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, my mom doesn't know. Heather has this funny story that she always remembers because, like, when she was, like, a kid, she remembers this this other kid who was, you know, 12 or 13 trying to get their mom to buy GTA, one of the GTAs like on PS2 and the EB games employee just being like, uh, ma'am, do you know what like this M means on the front of the fucking box? And she was like, no. And then then the person like told the mom and the kid was just like, no mom. (laughs) It's just like so sad. So like, they don't really know, but you don't really, the um, didn't, doesn't it show like the odds now? too like don't you have to show the odds in certain i areas? think apple apple did that for mobile games you have to show the odds somewhere but i don't know about i thought overwatch i thought overwatch also had to do it in an area and then like it was like is this just the same for everywhere because apex legends does too when you look at a loot box they'll tell you like there's a 15 percent chance at like a legendary or whatever all three console companies will require loot boxes to disclose the odds of winning as of August 2019. Yeah, so that's long. Yeah, so that's passed. So that's a that's a new thing. Was that ESRB? Nope. Uh, the the companies Sony, Microsoft, and Nintendo teamed up to push this initiative themselves. Oh, I see. It's the platform. And this came well. right after the Apple App Store did the same thing. So I think they were inspired by that. I see. 
Yeah, true. This is part of this whole, like, one big company does it, and it's like a domino effect. Like, all the companies pulling Facebook ads um, over the protest hate or whatever. So, like, Apple, Coca-Cola... I saw um, that. Why? Why are they? Why do they? I mean, Facebook is the fucking worst thing ever. Why are they? Why are people banning ads or stopping ads? Because I saw PlayStation was doing it too. Like, did they do something or not do something or something? I wasn't. Really I think involved. it's can't part keep up of, with some of this shit sometimes. Coca-Cola, Microsoft, Starbucks, um, have all and a bunch of others have pulled ads for a month. Um, let's see, a coalition of civil rights organizations, including the Anti-Defamation League. Uh, launched a campaign against Facebook claiming they allowed hate groups to flourish on their platform. Mm. Um, the ADL study found 42% of daily users have experienced harassment on the platform. Um, the companies joining the boycott have all agreed to this long list of asks, including policy change to prevent hate speech, update algorithms, hire executive level civil rights experts at their company conduct third-party audits of hate and misinformation offer refunds for advertisers who find their ads displayed along problematic content like these hate groups etc etc well i mean that's they're doing their part in terms of facebook because like you and i could delete facebook all we fucking want and that would do nothing but sony Mm -hmm. pulling advertising and microsoft pulling advertising that that's going to do a little bit more so it's the biggest country in the world, right? Facebook? I'm pretty sure it's bigger than mean? any other. Like, Facebook oh, like users make up the biggest group of people, like, combined by, like, a, I don't know, identity? Yeah, I mean, their, was, st- their stock hasn't really dipped, so. <laughs> they also, like, the Myanmar genocide was orchestrated over Facebook and nothing changed. Like, literal genocide happens over Facebook and whatever. Yeah. Facebook is Anywho. fucking awful. I, as we said last week, and we'll continue to say, all social media is just, just go away for a while, and the world will be a better place, I think. Yeah, I want to give a shout-out to Emergent Fates, by the way, just following up on our like, kind of talk that we did last week um, when it comes to all the sexual harassment and stuff that was going on. Um, just like also appreciate you drawing attention to the horrible behavior pervasive in the gaming industry. I really don't have much faith in these companies appropriately addressing their problems. I don't as well. Hoping the landscape can be reimagined through better support of indie devs, which I, I mostly agree with. Like, mm-hmm. I, I think these bigger companies, this is all kind of ties them together. Like with the, with what 2k is doing with NBA, like these bigger companies are going to drive the main market and just do whatever the fuck they want and just mm-hmm. like patter, the, pat themselves on the back and stuff. But it'll be, I think it'll be the indie devs that really kind of like affect change moving forward. Like, you know, the unionization will happen from you. Un- indie devs it won't happen because ubisoft wants it sort of thing mm-hmm. um so go indie devs and th- i tweeted that too it was just like you're all sweating on like a hundred dollar nba game you could buy like you could fucking buy like five indie games right now <laughs> for for that price for an nba mm-hmm. game um so just keep that in mind keep that in mind and with that in mind let's talk about what we've been playing steve because this past week i played golf on mars and i love it oh it's- you picked it up I picked it up. It's like three bucks. I got it on the iOS store. Yeah, um, yeah. It's a great, great play for five or ten minute game. And uh, was, was, that's what I want on my phone. So basically, 
every time you get the ball into the, the next hole, it just seamlessly like that hole lifts the ball up to flush with the ground. And then the camera pans over to the next hole and it like, there's no loading screens, nothing. The game just constantly moves from hole to hole. The, all the levels are procedurally generated, I think, or there's like mm. whatever 17 billion possible levels in the game and whatever the algorithm's doing to make the ending place of the last hole be the starting place of the next hole. It's great. I love it. The levels get absurd and some of them are more straightforward. Great feeling when you nail a hole in one. It's basically like you put your finger anywhere on the screen, draw back as far a little as you want. You see that classic mini golf line that shows your power and the direction it'll go because it's 2D. So you're just like, you're arcing it through the sky. Yeah. And the best feeling is when you just like, click 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 and it like nails that hole in one and then you just right into the next hole i don't understand how the score works there's like one number at the top and every time you finish a level however many strokes you take get added to the number so i think it's just a joke <laughs> like <laughs> i i think the, the the score is just a joke i don't well, know well you just want a lower score though right but there's no it sounds but like there's, there's no, no end. ending yeah yeah, yeah. so <laughs> like i like it, it feels like a joke to me and if it doesn't tell you how many levels then like yeah yeah every flag is the number of hole you're on Oh, I see. So, so what is? I guess what's the reason to keep going? There's no ending, right? You just kind of, you just kind of play. There's yeah. no like par. There's no or anything par. Like there's no anything. You're just playing to get it in the hole and is keep there going. To like fuck around with the gravity and stuff like that, or I don't think I even I don't even think there's like a pause button. Like <laughs> really? I don't think there's <laughs> anything but golf on Mars in this game, and it's, it's great. Good. It's yeah. it's smooth. The the levels range from like absurd to straightforward and and yeah getting a hole in one just feels great the the the, the lower gravity because you're on mars lets you do fun stuff like like sometimes if you're on a hill it'll stop on a hill instead of rolling down because that lighter gravity you know mm. so yeah it's it's great and i really like it and it's canadian so everyone should check it out um as we said earlier i jumped on some hyperscape it's really hard to get into for someone who's played a lot of and um apex as i have but i will go back to it on stream this week to to share with the viewers i'm laughing right. at this next game because i because i saw you instagram about it but, <laughs> but so last night i got a little inebriated and my friend chris came over and he was like dude is that a rock band drum set and i was like yes it is and he was like we need to play rock band and i was like yes we do so we put in beatles rock band i blew all the dust off my xbox 360 plugged it in and we played Beatles Rock Band for like a couple hours, and it was awesome, and I loved it. And I'm bad at it, but my friend Chris actually like plays the drums, so he was beating game or levels on like hard and expert and stuff. Yeah. And Did you get they, any new achievements or anything like that? No, but no. for some reason my console needed like three updates. <laughs> I hadn't turned it on <laughs> since like 2015, and then it would like it kept restarting and like new update, new update, new update. I'm like, geez, like <laughs> but when, the last time I played this, the 360 was like four years old. Like, come on. Like four years after the Xbox One came out or whatever, yeah, but yeah. yeah, that was weird. But no, I haven't got any new achievements yet. But that was a that was a trip seeing that Xbox 360 UI. Yeah, that's and, funny. I haven't played Rock Band since like like university days. Like I haven't played any of those music games in such a long, long time. I kind of forgot all about. It. I'm surprised you even have that drum set. Like I would have chucked that shit in <laughs> garbage like a long time ago. Especially because you just moved too. I would have like it's like the perfect reason to shut just shove oh it, it, it collapses. it's pretty tight you could get it to like skateboard size and it fits in a bin like oh, all, oh, okay. the, all the pieces come apart yeah, yeah true true but um the the 360 is so old that i've added two-factor authentication to my microsoft account since the last oh, time yeah. i logged in on the 360 and so you, you have to go into your microsoft account and make a password that's like limited time that yeah. will then let you sign in without it vita is the same way 
Oh, and I, I haven't and I logged think, into my Vita in a while either. And I think PS3, but they're the they're the same way. If you and I just I ended up when I was trying to log out on my PS or my Vita, I just I just turned off two factor authentication. <laughs> I, was like, I don't want to do this shit. Then I had awesome. someone try to steal my trophies, and I and I got scared and turned it back on. Yeah, everyone should have two factor on. Yeah, oh yeah, times. for sure. I got a bunch of emails of like someone trying to get my account, like trying to reset my password or whatever. And I I got so I was probably the most scared I've <laughs> ever been. <laughs> when i was just like oh god i went on to like live chat and like set up two-factor and stuff and set up, went on live chat just make sure everything was okay and i was just like mm-hmm. you see how many trophies i have man I, like i can't lose this <laughs> never mind the like thousands worth of thousands of dollars worth of playstation shit i have tied to my account it was the trophies mm-hmm. that i was like oh god i'd be I'd i mean be that, that if that's the scared scaredest you've ever been that, that seeks a lot to i know pretty, I've, pretty great life you've had really, really good life <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah I was so swimming in the ocean with sharks i and f- f- fell off a thing i i was less scared than i was when my playstation might have got hacked i'm gonna change my psn id when i get a ps5 oh really yeah i'm gonna do it because the reason i didn't do it is because a couple of the games that it would cancel out like i still had been playing on my ps4 like overwatch or whatever yeah but as soon as I get a PS5, like I'm never gonna play PS4 games online again. But so I think I might just like Change call it. it. Yeah. See, the thing is, I like my name is my normal tag. It's just that it has an underscore in it when I when mm. I prefer not to have an underscore. But it's I, not worth removing that to like lose access <laughs> to all those online games. Exactly. Because uh, I don't know, I might want to go back to some PS3 games or something. Although maybe I shouldn't say that because like last month or however long ago, I, I went back and played Assassin's Creed Brotherhood online and got that platinum. Weren't you playing Rogue as well? Yeah, I hopped on the Rogue, and I don't know, I was just like looking at my shelf, and I was like, I want to play an open world game. I've been, I've been telling you I've been itching for open world, and that game I know, I, I gave you a suggestion for an open world game, and you shot me down. Busted and broken. Like, I found a common bug that a bunch of people had where, like, um, all of the audio dialogue doesn't play in cutscenes, and apparently that was a pretty common bug, and there's really no way to get around it. Like that just happens with your save file and I'm not restarting that game, but yeah, those are so anytime there's a cutscene, all the characters come up and like their mouths are moving and there's like the trees swaying in the background and like birds chirping, but there's no audio dialogue. No, can you have subtitles on at least? Yeah. Subtitles are on. So like I'm, I just read along, but it's like, that's the level like that shipped and was never fixed. Yeah. Rogue was, Man, uh... I was like, Oh my God. Oh, Rogue was like the PS3 one when, when unity came out. On when PS4. Unity came out. Yeah. 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 Because Uni but, was uh, only was the first only next like PS4 Xbox One one, but they mm-hmm. still made like a previous gen one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, okay, I remember. Yeah, I remember all that now. Is it yeah, and then I went and played some Witcher Three, and I was like, ah, okay, this is what an open world game could could and should be. Yeah, I I've tried to play through Witcher Three like f- four or five times, and I still can't get into it. I'm just like, yeah. So I'm not really like particularly hyped for Cyberpunk because I'm just like I I'm the only person I know who doesn't like Witcher Three. I just can't like the controls are just so weird. But, I, but I Cyberpunk's keep... gonna be so different. Like it's gonna have driving. It's gonna be first person. Yeah, I know. Be... I know. I'm, I'm giving. I'll give it a chance. Like mm-hmm. when it comes out, I'll I'll like you know do my. Keno Reeves is in it. Yeah, whatever. I don't care for that. Steve, for the rest of your and my lifetime, the open world genre will be an arms race between Rockstar alternating grand theft auto and red dead and cd project red alternating witcher and whatever if they keep doing cyberpunk like they'll just be one-upping each other every three to four years and that'll just be the future of that genre forever what about um bethesda no one no one not a single other studio comes close to the detail the polish the writing 
the quest design of Rockstar and CDPR. Like, like I, I, res- I still try other games. Like, I play Far Cry, I play Fallout, I played Outer Worlds last year, and they do cool things, but no one can just hit that level mm. that those powerhouse studios do. And so, like, that'll be the future of that genre. You got a crunch? You don't, you don't have to. They might <laughs> rein it in for GTA 6, according to a report, so... Yeah, and we have studios that don't crunch and do it. Like uh, Spider Man was just a fine, passable open world game made in a pretty non-crunchy studio. Although all the allegations coming out, that studio has other issues. But what are oh, what are the allegations? There's a couple. It was like an art director and then a tech lead and a couple other executives had multiple people corroborating stories of abuse and harassment, sexual harassment, or. Uh, some sexual, some just like emotional abuse. Yeah, true. Yeah, and I was like, oh damn! Insomniac was like voted best place to work in America for a couple of years, and like apparently had a really great work life balance. But for a few women working there, it was just miserable, and they had to leave. Fuck yeah, yeah. I mean, how yeah? Cause that's the other thing. It's like how big are some of these studios, and like it's it's tough to gauge sometimes how like widespread this is. But it shouldn't happen mm-hmm. to anyone. But. Mm-hmm. You know, if they if they're winning these awards and this stuff's coming out, it just means that like there's maybe there's a sect of like a team that like whoever that the the those people like the team that they are on, maybe they're all like maybe just like is one sort of side of the company, and then there's like nine other sort of branches that are like perfectly great. I don't know. I don't mean to make excuses for them. Like none mm-hmm. of that shit should ever happen. But I'm just trying to think of like how it could happen with, uh, like with while winning awards for like you know best place to work and shit like that mm-hmm. i didn't but i didn't hear that interesting um but tell me what you've been playing this week steve uh last of us two we were talking about for the show i won't go into details or spoilers or anything like that but you're I, like I, five to ten hours away yeah um and still loving it i'm like i can see first off the 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 one the actress that is getting like harassed online it's like it's like pitiful of everyone who's getting mad um I don't know if you saw that, like the person who Laura portrayed, Bailey. Yeah. Cause she portrayed Abby, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's getting harassed. Fucking garbage. Um, don't harass people. Um, and yeah, if you're going to be critical people. about Laura Bailey for anything, uh, she has played many black characters in games. Uh, and I think you, there's a conversation to have there, but you, you never send death threats, never send any of that shit. But I think there's a, a conversation to be critical. Of Laura Bailey. This is just not the time, but yeah. That's fair. I I think Abby and like all the acting stuff is is pretty great in Last of Us. Abby's I, my favorite character in the game because by yeah. the end of it, I sure as fuck didn't like Ellie. Yeah. <laughs> so I I kind of agree. Like I'm I'm playing this and I'm like Ellie this sucks. Is dope. I, like I don't want to. I'm not going to go into details or whatever. But like, yeah, it's still it's still great. I'm not feeling like it's obviously a really long game and I can tell it's longer than it should be. But I'm not mm-hmm. feeling it because of just the stretching that I've had to the pacing do you're game. playing it at. Yeah, like it's it's actually like a great pace because it's sort of like a TV show where I just like play until like an exciting thing happens, and then mm. it's like it's like when I would watch Lost, and then like it would end on a cliffhanger because I'm yeah, it's like it's cutscene gameplay, cutscene gameplay. And I was listening to an interview Maddie Myers from Kotaku now at Polygon did with Haley Gross, who's the lead narrative designer on Last of Us Two, and Haley Gross worked on season one and two of Westworld, and. Mm. She literally said, like, my approach to writing this game is the same approach I took to writing uh, prestige HBO TV series. And I'm like, yeah. that, that tracks. Yeah. So um, so it's pretty great. 
Um, that's. I mean, that's all I'll say. I haven't beat it. I'm going to try to beat it like this weekend. I don't think I'm going to get to, like. It'll probably still mm-hmm. take me a week or so to beat it, but mm-hmm. still loving it. And I, you know, I'm, the whole time I'm playing, I'm just like, oh, is this better than the first one? And I think like for me, it's like gameplay wise, it's just like better because of all mm-hmm. the stuff they've added. But you know, when Last of Us One came out, it was so like, it was just like different and more polished and and just like better. It was just like the jump from Uncharted Three to Last of Us One was so much mm-hmm. greater than like you know, Last of Us or Uncharted 4 is to Last of Us 2. Mm-hmm. Um, Tetris Effect, which I forgot I had, and uh, just felt like Tetris, and I've been playing that a little bit. And I never got the chance to play it in VR. I don't know if you ever got to play it. I do, yeah, I have. Yeah. Uh, it's a kooky game, but Tetris just needs to be, like, portable to me. Like, playing on my big TV and stuff, I'm just like, eh. Like, I, I play it for a little bit. I'm just, I just need to get the Tetris, like, you know, uh, jonesing out of my body for a little bit. Mm. Just play a little bit. But still, like, it's probably, like, the best Tetris game. But I just wish it was on Vita. Or Switch, whatever. Fucking stupid Switch. Play Tetris uh, 99. Tetris 99 is great. I played a little bit of that. It was like, eh, whatever. I have a friend who's, like, straight up addicted to it, though, on Facebook. He keeps posting about all his wins and stuff. It's so, like, every day he, like... It's so just, good. It's funny. I, I haven't played it since the very first day, though. So maybe I'll jump back into it. But when I played it, I was just like, eh. Um, Fallout 76, which <laughs> is... Still, like, one of my favorite games. Like, I love it. Been playing more of the, like, the Wastelanders update that came out. Mm-hmm. Just been playing it. And you someone... the story they've added, or you still playing through it? I'm still playing through the story, but I did beat the the original story, because you need, mm-hmm. like, you need to be in a group for it. And I went on Reddit just to find some other nerd. And this dude, like, must just play this game, like, all the time, because he had... I'm level, like, 65, mm-hmm. and I've put more than 100 hours into it. And mm-hmm. this guy had a level 120 character and a level 150 character. And uh, he's basically like Bethesda's like bread and butter because he, he was a Fallout first person. Just, I was just like, oh, you're Fallout first? He's like, yeah, I don't really play any other games. I was like, <laughs> okay, I guess. It's like, <laughs> it's like, I can recommend some to you if you want. But um, So I played that, so that was fun. And, and I got to like, you get to launch your nuke at the end too, which is just cool. So I got to do that and see that. It was, it was really neat. Um, I got the Wastelander stuff to go through. I know the game gets shit on by everyone, including you, but I still love it. Uh, Apex Legends, whatever, nothing much more to say. Um, and then I've been playing Emergent Fates. Canadian pick of the week. Mer- uh, Emergent Fates? Yeah, I think of like your, your played games. I would think so. Yeah, I would say so. I, I was, I'm like really loving this game. I, I've not very far in it. I was like half an hour, 45 minutes into it, but I was playing it like today. Like I just started today. And I got to the point where you got to like pay or whatever, um, mm. and I'll probably so I'll probably drop that. I just don't know because like it's not out yet, so I don't know. I've been meant to message the person. And I was like, I'll pay for it, but I don't know if I pay for like this version if like it unlocks the full game, you know? Because I play it through the test flight thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so probably not because yeah. So I just want to make sure before I drop. It's like I think it's like eight bucks or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's a JRPG, right? Yeah, it's JRPG. Um, good controls, like touching the all the options and stuff. Like, it's not messed up. The art is really cool. I think this game should be on Steam and other platforms and stuff like that. But like on phone, it's still like really really good. And mm-hmm. uh, you're, you know, if you're a JRPG person, I'd take it. I'd keep this on on a radar. So it's like it's the free to start thing, right? Like you download it and it's free, and you you get about a half hour, forty five minutes of gameplay out of it, and mm-hmm. you get a taste for the the, the combat and the story, and then like uh, it. Like then, then it's like basically you, in order to get past here, you have to you have to pay. So, mm-hmm. 
I definitely recommend giving it a shot. I think it's out. What, when's it out? July something? I gotta look at CanadianGames.com. Seventh? No. I think so. No, I think you're right, actually. Also, if you hear baby toys in the background. Seventh. That's my baby's toys. Free to yeah. start. Five July in US. Yeah, Less July seventh. So um, you can add it to your like you can pre-download it or preload it or whatever. Right now, I'm pretty sure. Like you could okay download it, pre-order, pre-order. Um, but yeah, I would. So I would recommend giving it a shot if you're if you have like any interest in JRPGs and stuff. So cool. Good, good on them. I I uh, yeah. It's it's definitely hitting that RPG itch that I got that I just always have really. All right, so, Steve. Those are the games. That's it for what we've been playing. And that's it for this episode of the CanadianGameDevs.com podcast. Uh, we are now putting this podcast up every week, day and date on YouTube. So please head on over to our website where we link to the YouTube or just go to YouTube and search Canadian Game Devs. I hope our SEO is good enough to show up. But yeah, find us on YouTube. We're putting out past live streams, the podcast, and interviews soon. So follow us there. Uh, thank you so much for listening. If you want to help us keep the site running, covering the Canadian game dev scene, you can support us over at patreon.com slash Canadian game devs, where backing us at any tier gets you early access to the show, special channel on our discord, uh, event discount codes, occasional game key giveaways, uh, and merch soon. I keep saying soon, but we, we are going to, oh, that's right. Merch I, to the I have the merch. I just need to- we have it. We can do it. We will do it. If you uh, want it, just message me. And <laughs> yeah, all our existing patrons got got the merch message, and we'll, we'll assign it to tiers ASAP for for new patrons. If you are waiting for that soon, um, and if you back us higher than a dollar a month, we like to give you a shout out at the end of every episode, like these folks. Thank you so much, Aaron McLeod, Elizabeth Avery, Hanel, Jean Leggett, Jeff Shepstone, Jeffrey Canham, Graph Metal. Kai Hutchins, M5 Games, Nicholas A. Zorko, Nav from Academy of Games, PixelNots underscore Alex, check out Terminal Velocity on sale right now on Steam, and Slaughter Neko, one week left to back Runt on Kickstarter. Check it out. And Stacy H. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, please give us a review, uh, five stars um, or else don't bother. Uh, we'd love your feedback as well, <laughs> good and bad, so let us know. Contact at CanadianGameDevs.com. Uh, and if you like this episode, maybe share it with someone you think might also like it. Thanks for talking with me this week, Steve. Where can people find you if they wanted to do so digitally? Uh, Stephen L. Crane on multiple different places, uh, including Instagram, Twitter, and all that stuff. By the way, I, I did search Canadian Game Devs on YouTube, and our channel comes up first. And then uh, this... Now, how much of that is based on your your algorithm or whatever oh very possible all of it mm. let me go into incognito i was just going to joke because the second one is a cbc news article <laughs> canadian video game creators face grueling crunch hours and it shows oh. someone at a desk with their baby like sleeping oh. on their shoulder <laughs> and i was like oh crap oh no <laughs> oh man that's rough here um, let me do incognito and see i think i think we'd be close like there's no other channel really called yeah it's the, it's the same okay okay cool um, yeah, and you can find the website, CanadianGameDevs.com. Uh, we're also on Twitter, at CanadaGameDevs, and on Instagram and Facebook, at CanadianGameDevs. And uh, all those links are at the top of our website, so social links there. You can find me on Twitter, at Stephen Riley, if you wish uh, to see my speedruns getting banned from U.S. Army esports channels, or my thoughts on various goings-on that, honestly, probably should have stayed in the drafts. Um, we'll be back next week with another episode talking about all the 
events or all the announcements from Ubisoft's live stream uh, yeah, as well as any yeah, other news this week. So yeah, I'm 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 excited. That's it for this week. Thank you everyone and goodbye. Bye.